Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today. Are the struggles you're encountering stirring up thoughts of doubt or frustration? Do you ever wonder where you and your spouse are at with each other emotionally? What do you need most when insecurities flare up in your heart and your mind? We all feel low at times. We all struggle emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually in different seasons of our lives. Today, we want to remind all of us of the power of positive affirmation, how one kind word of encouragement can really turn a day around, how reminding each other of the truth can keep us going even when the going gets hard. Hey, we're Aaron Jennifer Smith, your host of the Marriage After God podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by our brand new one-year marriage prayer devotional, The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. This book is officially launching in October, but you can pre-order it today. We wrote this book to be a powerful way of growing your daily prayer life with your spouse. A marriage that prays together is a marriage that does powerful things for the Lord together. Uh, You can visit themarriagegift.com and pre-order today. Welcome back to another week. We're here, and this week is a special week for someone in our family. True it. True it's birthday is Friday, tomorrow. How old is he? He's five. Five. Five's a big number. It's yeah. like halfway to ten. <laughs> Don't jump so quickly. Jeez. No, it's going to be fun. Um, we have some friends joining us at the park. Your mom and dad are coming up. Which I'm really excited about because I yeah. miss them. And we're going to do... <laughs> True it's funny. He... Um, we mentioned, I think, to you guys that we went blueberry picking recently, and the whole time Truett got on this kick of like, he picked his own bucket, and then he wanted me to freeze his blueberries separate. He didn't separate. Want them mixed he, in. he didn't want them mixed in at all, and he wanted me to make sure that I made him for his birthday a blueberry cake made with his blueberries. <laughs> so, are you going to put whole blueberries in it? Or are you going to like know. smash it? Into I have to it find so a like recipe. I haven't attempted that anything like that yet. So you have to use like vanilla cake <laughs> with blueberry or. Blueberry cake. Do they make blueberry cake? I don't even yeah, know if I've I'm seen sure that. I'm sure there's recipes. Okay. I'm sure, I'm sure of it. I know we've had blueberry donuts that are really good. Anyways, it's going to be really fun. He's excited. He's stoked. He's going to be really excited when he finds out what grandma got him. What? He got him she got him a new bike. Nice. Yeah. And I'm he's been, he's been wanting a new bike because... His other one was really small. Well, we do a lot of handing down. So yeah. like we'll often get Elliot a new one and then kind of the bikes trickle down. And so he's going to get like a, yeah. his own, very own first but new bike. Like a, like a like mountain a, bike, Like right? a real mountain bike, Because yeah. the one that he has is more of like, I don't know, it's just small. Yeah, but that's really exciting because he's going to, he's been wanting a bike and he's going to be so stoked. Cool. Yeah. I'm excited for your parents to come up. It's been a little bit since they've visited Oregon and we're going to do a little camping. Yeah. Should be fun. They 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 have their RV. We're going to have our trailer. It's going to be, we, I've, I've never camped with my... I don't think I've camped with my parents before. You have, you have. Maybe when I was younger. Well, now we're going to no, camp we as have. adults. After, after we got married, but before we had kids, we camped with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I remember that. Okay. It's just been a while. So we have, yeah, it's been it's a while. It's been a minute. Um, okay, so today's topic is about affirmation, which I think goes really well with the uh, growth spurt this month, which is doting, over, doting over each other, just really like giving them your heart and attention and love. And so we thought not only is this a great topic to like pair with that and encourage you guys. So get out some paper and a pen so you could take some notes, but we all need affirmation. We all get to, um, places and experiences where like we feel empty. So I got a question. If someone's, uh, you know, the five love languages, if someone's main love language isn't words of affirmation, do even they need affirmation? Of course. Of course. Like, I, everyone needs affirmation. Yeah. It was just the way that God made us. Yeah. And I think it was a good thing that we, um, we get filled up. How good does it make you feel when somebody says something encouraging, nice, supportive, especially when I do it for you or mm-hmm. you do it for me? I don't know. I just think it feels great. Yeah. And I think it, it kind of adds to that fuel of like whatever we're doing that day. It just puts our mind to a better place, to a right place of like, think, remember, we're going to get into it. Yeah. Let's, what what triggered this topic for you? Because you kind of were like, hey, I want to talk about this. Well, it did, like I said, pair really well with the growth spurt. So when I was thinking about, you know, what could we bring for you guys today? I felt like just just revisiting this conversation of affirmation and how we can do that best for our spouse was a, was good, but so we're affirming them to af- be affirming. Yes, I gotcha. we're affirming you yeah. to be affirming. Um, but I also had this little moment with God last week where I had a really good training session um, in jujitsu, and uh, so usually when I go in, you know, we we drill and we spar, but then I leave, and there's not a whole lot of conversation or. You know, coach doesn't always say anything other than hi, bye. When you're coming back next, no, he re- he reserves <laughs> his, his his words for yeah. um, which is fine. He really has something to say, but I don't know if it's just me or pro- maybe everybody. You can speak to this too, but like, there's a part of training where like I want to know how I did today. Like, were you watching? Mm-hmm. Do you anything good to say? Anything bad to say? I don't know. I just I need some feedback sometimes, and. Um, so I've been waiting. I've been, I've been just like, okay, when, when will that happen? And I just had a really good session and coach even said right when I was leaving, Hey, I liked what I saw out there today. Keep it up or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was just like on cloud nine driving home. I even called you. I was like, Oh babe, it was so good. And so then I was almost home and I had turned on the radio and, uh, or my Spotify and, I went for country music because I love country, but <laughs> I saw my worship playlist and it didn't feel like God was saying, why, why aren't you choosing me in this moment? But mm-hmm. it like kind he of, wasn't trying to make you feel bad, of course. No, no. But I kind of felt that conviction of like what I was choosing was different than him. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So I made the choice to go back and I put some worship on. And as I'm listening, I'm how good I felt about you know, what I had just experienced, but I wasn't quick to praise God or acknowledge that, you know, he has given me strength in my body to be able to do this or time, you know, with away from my family to be able to do this. And so, um, or appreciation for the affirmation that you received and how even that that. you feel. Yeah. Yeah. And then that got me thinking about, you know, how like athletes after a competition or, um, you know, winning a game or something, they'll give glory to God. Like yeah. in an interview or something yeah, like that. Yeah, believers that are. Yeah. I don't know why that image popped into my mind and I'm like, oh, that moment doesn't just 
happened then. That that's from a heart after God where that athlete practiced, practice, 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 and gives glory to God and, and has a heart to praise him for what they're capable of and what they're working on and what they're doing. Yeah. And in that moment it it's kind of like on on a stand for all to see, but really they have a heart to chase after God and mm-hmm. give him that glory. And so it was just a really good like heart check for me when it came to seeking man's affirmation and, and approval and um, words of encouragement. But like, am I doing that with the Lord? Am yeah. I seeking after what he says about me? Am I seeking after what, what he has done for me and giving him that acknowledgement, you know? And desiring to please him, getting affirmation from him that, you know, do we seek that? Right. Because that's good. Like no doubt he does do that. Like, I just thought about like, hit, like, you know how like God's still quiet voice like speaks to us, mm-hmm. you know, like in those moments, am I listening to what his spirit is saying? Like, does he tell me, Hey, good job for getting up in the morning. Hey, good yeah. job. You know, going another round when I know you're tired, like, is he pushing me in that way? And I'm just not paying attention, you know? Well, and I think I've, I've heard, we've all heard many stories of people that are like, man, I was just going through something. And I just open up the word and, you know, they, they turn to a section in the Bible and the story just is like, oh, right, straight to thank the heart. you, God. You're like yeah. reminding me of how good you are. You're reminding mm-hmm. me of uh, how you're going to take care of me. Um, I just, we've, we've had many stories in our church. Yeah. People just saying, I was praying this week and I was struggling with this thing. I was fearful. Mm-hmm. I was, I was sad. I, w- I was c- c- uh, confused. Mm-hmm. And then they share a story that they, they open to the word of God and, mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like they just flip it open, and I, I always think those are that before, yeah. I always sure. think that's you know really cool. And people are like, I just opened up the Word of God, and it's like it was so applicable to where I was at, and it was like God was saying, "Hey, that's good. I, I got you." <laughs> well, I know that He does do this for sure, and I guess my encouragement here is just that I think we can miss it a lot from time to time if we're not tuning in. Mm-hmm. Um, so for today, we want to kind of help all of us tune in a little bit. So, um, Aaron, how does God affirm us? Through his word. Well, I mean, a, a, a big part of what he does is, I mean, we have his Holy Spirit, which is, it's a person of God living in us, uh, speaking to us, convicting us, encouraging us, strengthening us. Um, and so just his indwelling mm-hmm. is an affirmation. It's a, it's a, it's a seal upon our hearts. It's a guarantee of our inheritance that we're, we have in Christ. So, and that's affirming. So I, I think of Romans, um, chapter, I think it's chapter eight and it says there is no condemnation. Yeah. Right. And I, we're probably going to read that scripture soon. We're going to read several from eight yeah, in and, just a minute. <laughs> and it, but it's those kinds of things that like, Hey, as a believer, we're affirmed in Christ. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, we were once one way and now we're another way. Mm-hmm. We, we once were, were considered this way and God now considers us this way because of Christ. Those mm-hmm. are, those are affirmations of, of who we are as, as yeah. creatures, you know, in God's eyes. That's good. Yeah. Affirmation is it's emotional support and encouragement. There's short, positive expressions and phrases that we can, well, we often cling to, Mm -hmm. right? Like whether it's the Lord's word or your spouse saying something kind, like these are things that we kind of roll over in our mind and really embrace in our hearts that make us feel good, but have truth to them. And so, um, I thought it'd be kind of, before we move on, just a note I wanted to bring up about this is if we think about the opposite of affirmations, which I think would be discouragement. Um, like you're, you're saying something discouraging or a critique. Um, it's essentially, it's like, Hey, I see something in you that I don't like. I want to change. I don't want it to continue on. Uh, but an affirmation it's affirming something is it's a reinforcement 
of something. Hey, I see this in you. Right. That's great. That's good. Hey, you're, you're operating this way. You should keep doing that. So affirmations are reinforcements of, of good things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can affirm bad things. And that's not good. That's enabling. But affirming the good in us, which is what the Holy Spirit always is, it's always going to affirm when we walk in his spirit. He's always going to affirm us in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we um, walk in his in the His laws of love, in the laws of the spirit, he's going to affirm those in us. And so those are what we're going to talk about today, you know, taking an example from scriptures. How can we be affirming those good things in each other? Yeah. How can we be affirming and reaff- reinforcing uh, spiritual, biblical uh, behavior and, and attitudes and ways of thinking. So we kind of broke this down into one, two, three, four sections. Um, these are just examples of, um, how God's word affirms us. And so the first section is just examples of emotional support. Um, Matthew six, six says, but when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Now we might see this and go, well, that's not like a affirmation, but it is because he's affirming that emotional support in us, that need to know what are we supposed to do when we feel a certain way. And well, I'll say this. Um, so it says sees in secret. Uh, there's a, how often do you feel unseen by me mm-hmm. or unknown? Mm-hmm. Like in this secret place, not just a, I know you as my wife and but uh, I mean, we were even talking about a little bit about something this morning, just understanding where you're at and knowing where you're at. And exactly. it's almost like, are you seeing in secret? Are you yeah. seeing the areas that I may not be verbally communicating mm-hmm. or showing publicly? And God, God does. It's like, instead of like, oh, if I don't do this to where other people see it and they affirm me, then it's worthless. Mm-hmm. And God's like, no. He's like, the best affirmation, the best recognition you can get is from me. Mm-hmm. Whether anyone else sees it, he talks about it in other places about don't give your big lofty prayers in public. He's like, you've received your reward. Don't, when you fast, don't go and show, you know, make yourself look all disheveled. And he's like, hide it. Yeah. He's like, cause you're doing it for me. Mm-hmm. And so we can be affirming those same things. Like, are, are there things that we do for just each other? That it's not for anyone else. It's not for a show for my friends. It's not to show off like, oh, look how good of a husband I am. But those, those things that are done in secret. They, hey, I yeah. really appreciate when you do those things because I know you're doing it just for me. That's really good. I have a friend who she'll either say it verbally or she'll just text, I see you. And really, that's really it's cool. so sweet. <laughs> and usually it's in a moment of like, you know, I have, I'm dealing with something or she can just recognize that I'm emotionally off and she's, I see you. And I love that because she doesn't need to really say much else. She mm-hmm. just, she, she knows that I'm there and that feels encouraging to me. That feels supportive. And so just like that, you know, God's God who sees in the secret when we're isolated, a, when we're quiet, when we're a tip though, I wouldn't text that to someone that you don't hang out with that often because it would probably not be received the same <laughs> okay, way. Okay. Okay. That's funny. But it's very sweet for your friend to do that. <laughs> I'm just an- being a little lighthearted. Okay, here, but. <laughs> I know. Now that we're on this topic, I have another friend, my good friend, Stacy, we're all just say Stacy. <laughs> uh, I hope you're listening. She texts me I see you, but it's always because she's right on my tail. We just showed up to jiu-jitsu or, or like passed her on the highway and for some reason we always run into each other, so she always texts me I see you. Well, we both have big vans, so it's really <laughs> easy to catch each other on the highway or anywhere. It's, it's like, funny. "Oh, I see you." Okay, moving on. Uh the next one, Second Timothy 1:7. You want to read it? For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. 
what's cool about this is God already gave us everything in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then he still gives us his spirit as a seal. So it's like, Hey, here's, here's everything you need for salvation in my son, Jesus. And I'm going to put in you my spirit to guarantee that inheritance that you have in him. And that spirit is not one of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. When we speak words of affirmation, when we speak into our spouse, we're kind of mimicking this in a way. We're not giving the spirit, but we are, we are walking in the spirit and we are imparting good things to our spouse. We're imparting good words and encouragement and we're lifting them up like God does to us. That mm-hmm. His spirit lifts us up. Like the, the Old Testament says, on wings of eagles. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What's good about this verse is I feel like in context, in context to emotional support specifically is just reminding us um, that we are capable of walking in love and self-control where so, so many times if we let our emotions lead us, <laughs> we're not. Didn't we just talk about this? Yeah, yeah, we're not walking that way. So it's a good reminder of who we are and what we're capable of. Yeah, and this is, these are the kinds of things that we can also, just these words by themselves, this scripture are really good affirmations. Yeah. Reminding like, hey, you you aren't, I know you feel for, fearful right now, but God has given you a spirit that's not a fear, mm-hmm. and a, but it's a power and self-control. That's what is truth. Yeah. And we're, this episode is not really about personal self affirmation today, but if you are someone who, there was you know, a lot about that when I was researching this, Yeah, like I know. most things are like, but if you're someone, if, if you're someone who feels like you need to intentionally, uh, positively like give yourself those things to think about, right. Mm-hmm. Use scripture. <laughs> that well, is this, such a powerful yeah. tool that we have to just go to scripture and kind of use these to wrap mm-hmm. our minds around the positive the and scripture the bible actually tells us when it says meditate on the on god's word to to have it in our minds that that's exactly what that means that meditation that scriptural meditation is you're taking what the word of god says and you're repeating that mulling it over continually uh convincing yourself of it believing what it I was says just gonna say believing yeah and that actually is what, so it says we're transformed by the renewing of our minds. And mm-hmm. the way we renew our minds is by scripture yeah. and by God's Holy Spirit uh, implanting that scripture in mm-hmm. us. That's good. Yeah. So um, moving on to the next portion is examples of encouragement. So affirming occur- encouragement from scripture. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. I, I actually use this one a lot when I talk to believers who are struggling and they're walking in some sin that they haven't, you know, they, they, they don't believe they have freedom from, um, is we don't say you will be a new creation. Oh, stop this thing. And then you'll be that new creation. The truth is, is if you're in Christ, you are a new creation. And so you're, what you're doing is as that new creation, you're walking in old ways, mm-hmm. which is why it feels so icky. Mm-hmm. It, Cause you're, you're, you're it's, feel like, the conviction it's like taking a new car and running it through mud and you're like, Oh yeah. man, why does this feel so dirty? You're like, well, it's dirty. It's not, it's not, not a new car. Yeah. Go get a car wash. You'll see. Exactly. Go wa- Let's go get so washed here, off. Like, wash your mind. So, so I tell this to, you've told it to me a lot. Yeah. You, I tell it to lot. myself. I have yeah. to remind myself cause there's times that I feel one way and I'm like, well, no, I am a new creation yeah. and the old is passed away mm-hmm. and I need to walk in that newness of life. It's good. Isaiah 40, 29, he gives power to the faint and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Uh, I just, I do love these scriptures because God does do this. He, he helped. We're weak in our weakness. He helps us. 
Yeah. You know, and in the New Testament, he tells, um, he tells Paul, he's, he says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Mm -hmm. My grace is sufficient for you. If your spouse is going through a hard time or, you know, a friend or family member in your life that, you know, feels weak, like sending them these scriptures, sending them God's word to encourage them and remind them of who he is. Oh, it's so good. And reminding them that you're a shoulder. Yeah. That you can help and that you're going to be there of for course. Yeah. Okay. So the next example is reminding us of who we are because that's an affirmation that I feel like we humans constantly need. Um, the first one being 1 Peter 2.9, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if, I, I think we often forget this. We forget the status that we have in Christ. Like we've been adopted, we're, we're heirs to, mm -hmm. to a king. <laughs> well, and, but when it says things like royal, royal priesthood, like that's a, that's a specific calling. Like we, we all are that mm. we're a royal, we, we have a ministry of like what the Bible says of, of reconciliation. We have a ministry of proclaiming Christ to the world. Uh, so, and, and that's every believer, not just the ones that are particularly gifted in one thing or another. So we have to remember that Philippians one, six and I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ. This is a good reminder that we're not done yet. <laughs> yeah. We're not who we're going to be. Yet. We are who we are in Christ. And, you know, we get to walk every day in that truth and believing that mm -hmm. he is in us and, and working in us and continuing to do a good work in us. Mm -hmm. That's a hard one for me to remember, but super encouraging. It's very encouraging. So the next section is, um, ex the example of reminding us what is true. So this, this portion is brought to you by Romans eight. Yeah. Cause it's all, a lot of it's from <laughs> Romans eight. Um, but this is a, a, again, going back to that, a self-affirmation idea of yeah. not just saying things to yourself, like I'm this, I'm that, but actually saying what the scriptures say, mm -hmm. because that's even more true than our own words. Um, but what is true is one of the best encouragements as long as it, when, as the Bible says, speak the truth in love, truth is one of the best affirmations. The way we present it is, is important, but we don't want to affirm with lies. Mm -hmm. We don't want to give false affirmations. We want to give truth. And we can, we just read all these, these other scriptures that are true. So you don't have to lie about those things. If someone's a believer, those things are true about them, right. regardless of how they're behaving, regardless of what they, they're thinking in the moment or how they feel. Those are true for those that believe in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so truth is a, what is true? Why don't you re read Romans 8, 28? Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. And so what this, this is a good affirmation of, Hey, all those, those, you know, crappy things that happen today, mm -hmm. you know, all that, all that stuff you feel, God does work those for good for those who are called according to his purpose and who mm -hmm. love him. Do you love God? Mm -hmm. I do. Well, then let's trust that he's going to work these things for your good. That's a, that's a powerful thing. It's good. Romans eight eighteen. You know, we kind of I jump get, backwards. I know, I yeah. could have For I consider order. that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. This is an affirmation to remember to, you know, what's coming. Yeah. What's ahead of us. Like the reality of today is, like it may feel one way, but it is nothing in compared to 
to be compared to what's coming and what, mm-hmm. what the Lord has prepared for us. My stepdad used to say, well, what's tomorrow? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, tomorrow will become today. You know, like it, this thing yeah, that we chase funny. after. <laughs> but um, we all have feelings and emotions and thoughts about what we're currently wrestling with or struggling with. Mm-hmm. But eventually those things will be yesterday. <laughs> and, you know? Well, all things will be yesterday yeah. someday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I love that. I think it's Jesus says, says tomorrow, will ha- you know, has enough worry for itself. Mm-hmm. Like today's the worries for today are sufficient. Mm-hmm. Like stop trying to project out into the future, but we can look at this and we can say like, Oh, we know that the current things are temp- temporary and they're not, they're, they're, tomorrow will be forgotten. Mm-hmm. Right? We have that all throughout scripture. Ecclesiastes talks about that. Everything's like, you know, like a breath. Uh, Romans well, eight. I was going to say one more from Romans, which I think everybody knows and gets thrown around a lot, but it's a good one. Yeah, Romans right. eight thirty one. And what is true? Well, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? God is on our side. Yeah. No, we are on God's side. <laughs> well, it says God is for us. Yeah. And so what's cool about that is God was for us before we were for him. Yeah. It says, yet Amen. while we were still sinners, Christ yeah. came and died for us. That's true. At just the right time, he came mm-hmm. and was crucified. It wasn't something that we planned. It wasn't something that we put in order. It wasn't like, hey, let's make a bargain. God will do these things for you. Will you just come and save us? No, God was for us first. It says we love him because he first loved us. The order is always God initiating Mm -hmm. and us responding. And that's the truth. God initiates and we respond. But what's beautiful is God initiates. That's an affirmation itself is that God is taking the first step forward. And actually he's not taking the first step. He's taking all the steps all the way up to us. And he's like, do you see me? And we're like, yes. It's like, great. Uh, so good. When, when we feel affirmed in our relationship with the Lord specifically, I feel like it overflows into all of our other relationships, including marriage, most importantly marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, because the good that we experience it starts to get passed around. Like we, because we feel good when we read Romans eight thirty one. Yeah. the next time something happens with we our spouse or someone them. else, we want to remind them yeah. because we know what it made us feel like. And then like, I don't know. I just feel like when we're not abiding mm-hmm. or we feel frustrated or we have a lack of, um, you know, we just have needs in our life. Like mm-hmm. we've, we respond to others out of that. Need it's almost like whatever in our cup comes out of us. Yeah, but we can't pour out of an empty cup to fill up another. Like we just can't, there's nothing there. Um, does that cup only get filled if I fill it? What I'm getting at is, you know, I'm, I'm, we're encouraging everyone listening to be positive affirmers that we're affirming our spouses and filling the, their cups up with affirmation and just rem, not fake affirmation, but true. But well, also before you even get there. Like, yeah, it's really important to, to have, to, to fill yourself up yeah. with God. Like you started off in the beginning saying like, I, you know, am I going to God for that affirmation? Am I right. looking to him mm-hmm. to fill me up? Because again, where does it come out of me mm-hmm. to give to you mm-hmm. from God? And so the encouragement here is that we're receiving the, the, the positive truth and the affirmations that God has for us as believers mm-hmm. from his word. And then that, like you just said, then starts flowing out of me to you. And then my heart is like, I want to affirm you. I want to remind you of the truth. I want to remind you of what's good. I want to, affir- I want to reinforce those good things in you that you're doing those mm-hmm. when you, when you, you know, 
make awesome choices, when you treat the right. kids great, when you treat me great, like I want to point those things at me like, man, like mm -hmm. I really appreciated that. Wow. That was beautiful. Wow. You, that was powerful. Wow. You've been put all that hard work is really paying off. <laughs> yeah. Saying those things that really reinforce that those behaviors of walking in the spirit. I think to add to this, um, when you are filled up with like positive affirmation from the Lord and you feel emotionally, mentally, physically, everything supported, then you don't have this lingering expectation for your spouse to fill that for you. And because I've experienced this before in our relationship where I'm like, man, I haven't, I don't feel like you've encouraged me lately or, you know, mm -hmm. I just We've feel like that there's this lack of like intentionality where I don't feel, feel that coming mm -hmm. from you. But really the need that I have is so much greater. It's really for my relationship with the Lord, because if I was filled up with what he's saying about me, that need I have toward you becomes less. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird, um, but awesome, uh, circular truth where when we get what we need from God, then we don't need it from our spouse. We're not expecting them to be, but then when it happens, Oh man, it feels so good, <laughs> but we can receive with appreciation yeah. and, um, we can still have an expectation, like a, a loving expectation of like, I want that from you. Oh sure. Yeah. But it's not a, uh, bitterness De dependency or a dependency. Yeah. My dependency is on God. That was really good. It's on God, mm -hmm. not you. Yeah. So then I can freely receive from you and you can freely give to me without it being this, uh, this wrong directed de dependency, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. That's really That's good. good. Okay. So now that we've kind of covered the base with, um, our relationship with the Lord, why do we need to intentionally affirm each other in marriage? Cause that would be a standard, I would say across the board for every relationship, every marriage, right? Oh yeah. Well, the, we kind of talked about the golden that rule do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Correct. Like we should do it because we want it. Yeah. Like I don't do it because you've done it to me. Like I, it should not be transactional. It should be a freely, it's a generosity thing. I'm yeah. going to, I want to generously lavish on you my, my love yeah. and my heart and words that are going to lift you up yeah, and honor you. I think too, like knowing that marriage is such an intimate relationship, um, where insecurities can flare up. There's lots of opportunities where one or both spouses feel insecure in their relationship mm -hmm. and you know, we desire each other. We desire to be close. We desire to know if we're being good to each other, you know, or where we're at emotionally, kind of like how I entered. Well, so, you said insecurities. I was thinking spiritual security. Mm -hmm. Like, so constantly, again, going back to reminding of the truth, mm -hmm. There, we have an enemy, we have flesh, we have outside influences, we have things that are going to try and deceive and to, yeah. to tempt and to tear down. And being on the offense with each other, and the defense for each other of, I want to help protect you from yeah. all of these dangers. And so I'm going to continually remind you, instead of being um, one who's adding to it, chipping you away at you, tearing you down, I don't want to be that because mm -hmm. there's already enough of yeah, that going on for sure. in your own mind, in your own heart from external, you know, things. Mm -hmm. I should be one that's, you know, helping participating in the building up and strengthening of your faith, your walk, your, mm -hmm. your mind, your heart. Some other reasons that, you know, we need to think about why we intentionally affirm each other in marriage is because it makes us feel good. I think that just, I mean, it makes you feel good, right? Yeah. <laughs> it boosts self-esteem. It makes us feel loved and valued, um, appreciated. Reminds us of the, all those things that we are those things. 
uh, it, I, it brings comfort. Yeah. I was thinking about that scripture it says with the comfort that we receive from God, yeah. you receive from us. Like we, that flow through mm-hmm. of what God gives us. I think so easily, um, lies try to cling to us and take over our minds. And so a good positive affirmation will destroy that. will break that. Um, also in marriage, we see each other more consistently than anyone else. And if we don't yeah. physically see each other, because I know some people like are separated by distance and stuff like that, we're still like, we, we talk to each other. We are close. Like we are intimately close. Mm-hmm. So I think that we know our hearts best and we see the insecurities play out and the challenges that we face. And so we can speak to those things. And I would say that the, the biggest reason why we're, we should affirm each other is the, the greatest commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to love you as myself, I want to affirm myself. I want to be affirmed. And so I should affirm you. You're you're my closest neighbor, as we always say. We have other neighbors, but you're my closest one. You should receive that fruit from my life Mm -hmm. more consistently than almost anyone else. Doesn't mean I don't give it to other people. Doesn't mean I don't affirm other people. But you shouldn't be lacking in that while others benefit you should benefit the most in first. I kind of already mentioned this, but I love that when I get affirmed by you, Aaron, like I tend to think about, or by anyone, I, I tend to think about those words the rest of the day or even the week. And it, it just lends to that positive thinking. And there's a lot of value there um, because it breaks the cycles of negative thinking and how easily we can slip into thinking negatively of ourselves mm-hmm. or our circumstances or situation, having doubt. Um, and so affirmation, especially from a spouse can, uh, motivate us to continue to do good or stay on the right track, you know, in life or, um, just make good choices or just believing in what mm-hmm. you're actually capable of getting through. That's good. Um, I would say a marriage without affirmation is lacking for sure. Yeah. Like you, you, we can't survive. Well, <laughs> a marriage feels- can't survive without constant building up of your spouse. Yeah. And we've been through seasons where our affirmation is way less. And I feel like during those times, it just feels so cold. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, there's no engagement, you know? Mm-hmm. It also adds a sweetness to the marriage. There's like a, a it adds a flavor. Uh, so not Proverbs, a lack of yeah. affirmation. You're saying affirmation. Affirmation does, yeah. <laughs> Proverbs 16, 24, gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Mm-hmm. Like our words are actually, they're, they're, they can tear down or they can build up. Yeah. You know, James says the power of life and death is in the tongue and those who love it eat of its fruit. Yeah. Like, am I giving life? Am I speaking sweetness? And yeah bringing health to your body by my words or am I kind of like not mm-hmm. <laughs> by tearing you down? I don't want to be doing that. Yeah. Uh, compliment compliments can be a form of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I saw this quote by Joyce Meyer. It says compliment people magnify their strengths, not their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And I saw this in light of marriage and just go, wow. Cause I, I think we can maybe not even like knowing that we're doing that magnify a weakness when we critique or criticize mm-hmm. or keep pointing out or nag about the parts of us that are, are weak because they bother us or they fu- they bring frustration to the marriage relationship or um, cause circumstances around us to be, mm-hmm. you know, hard to get through. Um, but how much more affirming it is to magnify our strengths. And that takes an intentional thought and consideration to go, how can I magnify my spouse's strengths right now? How can I... Mm-hmm. Um, show them that I see that in them 
you know, and compliment them. There's a side to this that we haven't talked about yet. And I think it's important to mention is being able to receive <laughs> affirmation. Um, I know there's probably a lot of people that are like, yeah, that's great, but I don't feel like I deserve that. Or when they say that to me, it makes me feel uncomfortable. I like to make a face whenever you affirm me. <laughs> well, it's a, it's an a actual, it's a, it's a practice in humility mm. to receive um, an affirmation, to receive someone complimenting us or lifting us up with their words. Mm -hmm. um, but when we don't receive it, it's like we have a kind of a level of pride in a sense that we're, we're not going to believe what that person said, or I'm, I can't receive that thing. So just the encouragement is, is practicing receiving affirmation. Mm -hmm. If your spouse comes to you and says, wow, I really appreciate that. Be like, well, I, I appreciate you recognizing that. Thank you. And with humility, receiving that yeah. compliment, that affirmation. I remember I had a um, conversation with a pastor by early twenties, maybe 21, 22. And he affirmed me in something. And I, I must've, the way that I responded wasn't like appreciative. It must've been because he encouraged me again and said, um, you know, it's important that we receive um, compliments or affirmations, whatever he said, it's important to receive those things. And um, if you want something to visualize while you do it, just think that it's someone giving you a flower. And as you accumulate these flowers, one day you'll be able to give the bouquet to Jesus. Hmm. I was like, that's, that's really cool. sweet. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And, and that's, that's really what it is, is it's this practice of, of passing on that, yeah. those kind words and the goodness and, and building up and, and also practicing receiving it yeah. with humility. Like, wow, I, I, I appreciate your words. Thank you. That's good. Yeah. So in marriage, how can we initiate those intimate moments where, you know, of, of emotionally supporting each other, reminding each other of what is true, affirming our love for each other? Like that's a big one, mm -hmm. right? So that we're not always second guessing or wondering where are we, where are they, where are they at spiritually, you know, mm -hmm. um, letting each other know that we extend forgiveness and grace and desire reconciliation, um, telling each other without hesitation that we admire one another and that we're grateful for this relationship that we share. Yeah. I would say just in the first place, just taking the opportunities you get, reaching out, grabbing the hand, drawing in for a hug, uh, using our words, mm -hmm. practicing them. Maybe it's some people might have a hard time with words, like just in the moment, mm -hmm. but usually those people are good at writing stuff down. Mm -hmm. So writing them down. Um, so we have some actually ideas about this. Yeah. Before we, we get there, I just want to encourage too, like for many of us, listening for many of you listening and us, um, our example for those of us that are parents, the, our example of how we do this in marriage trickles down to them. And then one day our kids will grow up and get married and have those mm -hmm. relationships and, and hopefully they'll be, a good they'll encourager. be able to <laughs> affirm their spouse and know how to do that. And so I just wanted to point that out that like when we do this, others see it and it's encouraging to them. Okay. So yeah, with, the title of this episode, we titled it five ways to affirm your spouse today. Um, I kind of broke it down into a few sections where we list five. So it's five hows, five when and where's five whys and five what's. <laughs> and we'll just kind of go through these. I'll start with how. So the five hows, I kind of mentioned it I'm about writing it down, send a text message or a voicemail. Mm -hmm. We have friends and family that never text. They always send like a, a voice recording. Yeah. <laughs> and so you could do that. 
you can do that while the voice one, you might be able to do a driving with a hands free, mm-hmm. um, or when you're on a break or something, a text message. Yeah. Um, I fa- say no- nothing beats face to face, face to face. If you can't do that FaceTime, mm, but like go. being able to make that eye contact and see facial expressions is huge in the age of s- social media. Tagging a spouse in an encouraging post. It might sound cheesy, but I like it. I think it's I send you stuff. I'm, I yeah. see something that sometimes they're funny. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is a funny thing, but it's let me know that I'm thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're like, hey, this is actually something I feel. Mm-hmm. Like I, I believe this about you. Or even if you like actually post like a picture of us and share a little snippet, mm-hmm. like when your spouse sees those things, it's affirming because you're yeah. doing it publicly, which but, is the next one, which is just doing like affirming your spouse in front of others. This is a really powerful one. Uh, because it's not just, this is the one that's not in secret, not in private. You're boasting out loud mm-hmm. about your spouse in front of people, mm-hmm. which might be more embarrassing for them, Make them but <laughs> it's a powerful witness to those around you mm-hmm. because if you're doing it in secret, it's going to happen in public too. Mm-hmm. It's just going to, it's just going to happen. The last one is, is actually a, a handwritten letter or a card. Yeah. Yeah. You like letters. And I like to keep things like that yeah. for sure. Okay. So the next section is when and where. So um, these can be cues for you if you think about it. Cause some people like to like couple things like, mm. okay, when I do this, I can okay, do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in the morning when you're grabbing your coffee or whatever, or if you're brushing your teeth and I used to put a little, like if there was steam yep. on the window from the shower, yeah. I would write a little yeah. note in the mirror or post-its, um, on a lunch break, shooting out that quick text, mm-hmm. uh, before you, you, before your head hits the pillow at night. Just leaning mm-hmm. over and making sure that you guys affirm each other. When you pass each other randomly in the hall or in the kitchen or mm-hmm. out in the garage. I don't know. <laughs> in the car doing. before going somewhere or getting somewhere. Yep. Like if you show up like, hey, I just want you to know. I love you. I'm excited that you're here with me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's good. Okay. This is important. The why? <laughs> because we all need it. I need it. You need it. We all need it. Uh, insecurities flare up and come at us sometimes randomly, like, uh, like there's just so much stuff that make us feel insecure sometimes. Yeah. So if we're, if we're in this mode of continually affirming each other, then it won't matter when the insecurities flare up because we'll, we'll be in the mode. Yeah. Yeah. We'll already be doing it. Um, It feels good. It it feels really good to be, to, to be encouraged, to be affirmed in something. Yeah. I think it was the last episode or recent, we were talking about even just like the chemical hormones of like making you feel good. And so when you receive a positive affirmation about yourself, about your marriage, about your relationship, it feels good. (laughs) It feels good. And you get all those endorphins and stuff. Okay. Um, it draws connection and closeness. Mm -hmm. It's an intimate thing. It makes you feel like you can trust that person, that you can love that person that you, that they're thinking about you, that they're thinking about you. Yeah. Um, it, no one else's place to do that. So I would say that uh, other people have a way, can affirm us, but there's a special kind of affirmation that can come from just your spouse. Well, yeah, like your friend can't affirm the love your spouse has for you. And that's an important thing for yeah. marriage because because we're focusing on marriage. I thought like you, only your spouse can affirm you the way that your heart needs to be yeah. filled up that way. And we've mentioned this in various different ways, but there's certain things that only your spouse can provide because for you. Because they're the only ones that know. Yeah, that or, and they're also your spouse. Yeah. So they have a special relationship that gets to be fulfilled mm-hmm. in various different ways. Okay, last section is the what. So what can you say? What can you do to affirm your spouse? Um, you can compliment their appearance. Yeah, because we love the way our spouse looks, yeah. right? Especially if you know that they're working really hard you know, on like losing weight or gaining muscle or, you know, whatever they're working on in the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. it just feels nice. 
Um, acknowledging noticeable growth, especially spiritually. Yeah. So like when, when, so when they do something like, yeah. um, especially in your interpersonal relationship, mm-hmm. like if your spouse comes to you and they, they're actually, you, you recognize them working as something that you've mentioned before, like, Hey, I'd love it if you did this more, yeah. or if you would hold me like this, or if you'd, uh, and they do that, even if it's not the way you wanted to, but like, you know, like, Oh, I noticed they did that. Yeah. Affirm it. Be like, wow, I really noticed that you, yeah. I appreciate that. That's amazing. I'm blown away by that. I'm, I feel thought of. So that kind of, you stole my second one or my third one. That next one is acknowledge an effort made and be appreciative for those mm-hmm. things that they do. That's good. I already said it. So <laughs> the next one is um, affirm your love for them and remind them that nothing will separate it. Mm-hmm. That's always a good one. Like we all need to be reminded, like I'm with you. I'm yeah. for you. We're on the same team. There's been times you. you've said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a good one, and then lastly is um, remind them who they are, especially if they're struggling in an area like parenting or, or friendship faith. or faith. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know that they are wrestling with doubt or insecurities about those specific areas, speak to their strengths in those areas. Speak to what's true about them. Remind them that they are doing a good job. Something that I've done for you. And, and you've done the same thing for me in various ways, but you'll say like, so with jujitsu, like, oh, I, ha- I feel like I did horrible today. I'm like, well, but you showed but, up. <laughs> I was like, but you were there. Yeah. I was like, and and I hear good things about every, every time someone talks about you. And I, so I bring up other truths. Mm-hmm. So maybe that night was hard. Yeah. But there are other truths that are also true. Yeah. And so that was that one night doesn't define right. the whole thing. Right. Or in your parenting or in, you, you know, um, your role as a you know friend or mm-hmm. like I say, well. I know that right now you feel this way in mm-hmm. this situation, but here's what also is true. Here's all these other things. And so I, I do like to bring up yeah. other areas that it's good. we tend to forget yeah. in those moments. I had a friend that had a hard parenting day and I just ran, ran back to her car and stuck my head in her window. And I said, remember his mercies are new every morning. Cause that's true. And true. then I said, and yours can be too, because as a mom, you get to make that choice of like, how are you going to respond to your kids and how are you going to wake up the next day and do it all again? And so I just wanted to yeah. remind her, like the truth is today was hard, but you can wake up tomorrow and have another opportunity. And mm-hmm. so that's kind that's of really what good. makes me think of what you're saying. Um, but our, like your spouse needs that, needs to mm-hmm. hear that from you. Um, so remind them of who they are and remind them of who they are in Christ too. All right. Well, that sums up today's episode. This was an affirming to me. Was it? Yeah. Well, because I, I want to be better at affirming you. I want you so. to be better at affirming me too. That was so affirming. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. I, I want to grow in this yeah. for sure. Especially because I know it's something that you, you really get like filled up by. I do. It's like, I would say it is one of my top love languages. Cool. (laughs) Okay. So today we're going to share the growth spurt with you, which is uh, keep your eyes on the prize, which is your marriage. Um, Don't over each other. And this will be easy because we just gave you a whole list of notes. Ideas. Ideas. Inspiration. To affirm and to dote. I like it. (laughs) I like that word dote. Okay. Pray for us. All right. Dear Lord, thank you for the way you affirm us through your word. Thank you for encouraging us to press on in faith. Thank you for the special way we get to affirm each other in marriage. We pray we would consider our words and the impact they make on each other. We pray we would stir up good feelings as we remind each other why we love each other so deeply. Help us to show our appreciation for each other and show us how we can dote over each other this week. We give you the glory and we praise you for leading us through this life. In Jesus' name, amen.
Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today.